Now, you know, as I prepared this sermon, I thought about us moving into Labor Day. Yes, tomorrow's Labor Day, right? And, you know, I was saying farewell to summer fun, you know, going to the beach and hanging out with friends, barbecues, and no reason for that to stop. But as an educator, I'm gearing up for autumn. And I know many of us online and here at East End, we're educators. And um, I started reflecting on my work at Middle and the work that I do with clients and with my students at Union Theological Seminary and at Fordham University. And, oh, go Rams. <laughs> Great, good to hear that. There are so many of us that are moving forward to school. I've never liked the phrase back to school. I always think about moving forward. That's always critical. And you know, as we learn as students, as teachers, as professors, as administrators, as parents, and just the lifelong curious, I think about the concept of learner. So come with me. And I think about today's scripture, Luke 14, 25, 33. And I don't know about you, but I think about Jesus teaching and helping people understand the cost of discipleship, the cost of discipleship. And by the way, the word disciple can mean follower, believer, but I don't know about anybody who took Latin. I took a little Latin. And pray with me as I pronounce this, the Latin word for disciple is dis. Say, D-I-S-C-E-R-E. All right. And it literally means learner. Now, the scripture reminds us that as learners, as disciples, we are engaged in process, process, not perfection. And that bears repeating. We are involved in process, not perfection. We as disciples, as learners, are on our individual and collective faith journeys. And I want to take this time to put scripture in perspective, historical perspective, if you will. How many people remember this scripture as being very stern and very, very cautionary? And I'm wondering, and definitely for those, put it in the chat online. How did you receive this scripture when you first heard it? And I need to hear from everybody, because this is participatory. I'm not going to stand here by myself. We're worshiping together, right? So when you've heard this scripture before, give me some descriptives. I'm a teacher, so I'm an educator, so I need you to come on with it. What did you hear? Ooh, say that nice and loud again. Contradictions, ooh, but we're gonna have a good time with this scripture. What else did you hear? What else did you hear? Ultimatum. Ooh, ultimatum, ooh, come on. And they come in with New York Times words. Okay, good, good. <laughs> yes, what else? Ooh, conflict, love it, what else? Hard line. Ooh, perfect. So I think God is guiding us together to examine this scripture. Thank you so much. Didn't they? I'm like, when we start moving along in this, ah, <laughs> I might come back to the middle. 
And thank you to everybody online who's participating. I offer instead that we examine lamenting on the language of this scripture, lamenting on the language of this scripture. And I plead with you to consider the cross, the cost. And here's another one for you, because something I want to focus on in terms of this scripture is community. So bear with me, come with me. I offer this. Before we go further, let's recall Jesus's journey to Jerusalem, because that's a lot of what Luke is about, particularly the 14th chapter, you with me? And this is described in first century context, yes? So, so much is going on, corruption, war, violence, poverty, and uh, dominance of empire, sound familiar? Hmm. Now, Jesus is quite the sojourner and traveling with urgent purpose. And in Luke 14 alone, so much occurs. Jesus is healing, Jesus is teaching, Jesus is mentoring, Jesus is leading, Jesus is offering prophecy. Jesus accepts an invitation and dines with the Pharisees. Jesus tells the banquet host to invite all, rich and poor, and instructs them that no one should be denied of the table. Now, something that I want to talk about in terms of Luke 14, 11, to reflect on today. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. The lesson here, Jesus teaches, preaches good news that many hear, but so many will not comprehend. Let me go over that again, because let's think about that a minute. Jesus teaches, preaches good news that many will hear, but so many will not comprehend. So let's go on. If I look at Luke 14, 25, 27, now large crowds were traveling with him and turned and said to them, whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even life itself cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Now, you know, Jesus was at the banquets and he was connecting with people and folks were following him and gathering. We had Jewish people and we had folks who were curious and fledgling Christians and maybe people who were just curious about who was this man creating and performing miracles. Jesus walked on with the knowledge that he was making his last journey. You with me? the last journey to Jerusalem. Jesus was determined to give his all and carry his cross, for he knew his time on earth was coming to an end. There's even more to consider with this passage. This is the first century Jewish citizens and some of other spiritual traditions had decided to follow Jesus. Now, remember, if you're openly professing to be a Christian in those times, it was giving up everything. It was the sacrifice. It was the everything to follow Jesus, even your possessions, your family, your life. Now, another lens we could look at is hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life. It's important for us to understand 
that this is, I'm going to bring another word in, again, because I'm an educator, hyperbole. Mm. Mm. An over-exaggerated statement to make a point. Right? So the love for Jesus is more than family, it's more than self. These exaggerations provided powerful and urgent imagery for someone who wants to make a total commitment to Jesus. So now I go further. Now we read 28 and 29, and at the end, right at that key point of 29, this fellow began to build and was not able to finish that. Here's another metaphor that the focus here is to use your financial resources wisely so you don't run out of money when you're building a tower or you're building something. But as a disciple, as a learner, you plan, you complete what you start. Amen. So then, moving on to the next verses, 31, yes, and 32, you, we heard it already, so I don't need to repeat it, but I just want to give you this nugget. If he cannot, then while the other is still far away, he sends a delegation and asks for the terms of peace. These verses provide a parable, a lesson, if you will, about a ruler and how a ruler will not go into battle without assessing their human forces and military strategies. Now, at the same turn, a follower of Jesus would never move forward without understanding the cost, the consequences. All right, now. So, the last verse brings us to, so therefore, therefore, none of you can become my disciple if you do not give up all your possessions. This last verse, hmm, the cost of discipleship, focuses again on total surrender to God. If you have decided to follow Jesus, come forth with sincere intentions. Hmm. Now friends, 21st century. Today, September 2022. This is Communion Sunday. I urge you, I plead with you to come to this table knowing that our discipleship, our radical learning is a process, not perfection. Say that with me. It is a process, not perfection. This Communion Sunday, all is ready. Know that your all is enough. Know that all of you that you bring is enough. As community, let us all be aware of how we can carry the cross and the cost of resurrection together. Together. Let us reimagine the work and the cost of being community. We are disciples, we are learners, students that work to seek instruction on how to follow Jesus bit by bit, more and more, mm, day by day. Because when you get right down to it, Jesus gave the most important lesson, work, charge, commandment of them all, love one another as I have loved you. Easy to say, but not always easy to carry out. 
How do we love? How do we care for each other? How do we love when we don't always feel the love? Truth be told, through the joys and sorrows that life brings, we can continue to be the love learners, the love disciples, the love learners, the love disciples. This is Communion Sunday. Come to the table. Bring the all of you that is wounded. Bring the all of you that is well. Bring the all of you that's not quite sure. Hmm, middle, middle. What does Jesus mean when he says, follow me? And how can we reimagine beloved community? This is Communion Sunday. Come to the table. Come to the table. All is ready. All is ready. The all that you are is celebrated here. The all that you are is affirmed here. You we are community at this table. You are the beloved always. Let it be so. Amen and amen. <laughs> <laughs>